Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad I'm here, and I'm so glad we're doing this show. This week's episode is called, What Does It Take to Be Congruent? And I'm so glad that I cooked something before I got on live today because it was so easy for me to want to take copious notes, which I did sort of in order to deliver information to you that's really going to be actionable. Um, But I also know that because this is an energetic conversation, there will be rambling. Uh, I don't know if that's a shock to many of you. So welcome. I'm glad you guys are here. For those of you guys joining live, if you want to let me know where you're watching from and... Give me a high five live. Okay, now that that's done. Um, Okay, so what does it take to be congruent? So this, the the topic got chosen out of the 30 by 30 challenge that we're actually doing in the Awareness Challenge group on Facebook right now called Discovering What You Want Your Life to Be. Now that, a 30 by 30 is one clearing statement from Access Consciousness that we use 30 times a day for 30 days. And it's, I didn't make it up. Gary Douglas is the one that said, hey, you should do this clearing 30 times a day for 30 days to see what it does. Uh, I just sort of made it into a thing. And then we, we recently had a global thing where Gary asked us to do three clearings. So now 30 by 30s are sort of a little more well known, but it's not the only thing Access does. It's just one way of using the tools. And we've, we've been running this one clearing out of this book, Right Riches for You which if you've never read is an epic resource for money and living. And it's right in the middle section uh, that's called generating your life. And the clearing goes, I just wanted to pull up the page. It's on its own on this page. And it goes, what would it take to be willing to live the energy of what you would like your life to be so that it can show up for you in totality? and everything that doesn't allow it, and all the thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and no sex I'm using to absolutely refuse and reject my life and the energy that I'd like my life to be. I destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, buck, all nine, shorts, boys, mans. The thing that struck me when I first read this clearing is it starts with what would it take to be willing? Now, at that moment, I hadn't, it hadn't actually occurred to me that things couldn't show up in my life if I wasn't willing for them to show up. And it didn't make sense that I wouldn't be willing to like have money, for example, that's not logical. Like I am logically asking for money. I logically should want 10 grand a month, etc. For what reason would I not be willing to have that? That seemed weird to me. But because I couldn't logic myself into where I wanted my life to go, I chose to use energetic tools instead. And what this clearing does is it clears out unconsciousness around willingness. What would it take to be willing to live the energy? Now, here's why that's a congruence conversation. Because when you're when you are being an energy or energies, the energy of what it is that you're asking for, it can actually show up. Why? Because you're being it. Which means that everything in your life is showing up from what you're being. So if you're being the energy of money, you have money. If you're, ha- if you're being the energy of having and accumulating money, guess what's happening in your life? If you're being instead the energies of 
I lack money, I need money, I'm the energies of greed and hoarding with money, that's what's showing up is not enough money. If you could, you can also be the energies of not enough money. And this isn't just a money conversation, but it's so easily expressed and seen in people's reality with money. So you, how do you tell if you're not being congruent with what you're asking for? Well, is it showing up? Number one. And that's a little bit of a trick question because some of the things I'm very congruent with take time to show up. So I don't know if that's the greatest indicator, but something to look at. If you've asked for something and it hasn't shown up, are you congruent with it? That's kind of point number one. You can start with that tool. It's like, okay, because I hear people say, well, I've asked for it and I've asked for it and I've asked for it and it's not showing up. The first question I always go to when I'm facilitating somebody that's talking about that is, well, have you chosen it? Now, choice and being something are the same thing. Once you choose something, it exists. Once you choose something, you're committed. Once you choose something, you're being it. So that thing can show up. That's how that works. And um, so this congruence conversation is something that I see people kind of fucking themselves over with. And so I want to address that part of it and then sort of circle back around to how you can explore this in a different way. So the way you're going to fuck yourself over with this congruence conversation more than anything is trying to get congruence right. So it's like everything that you're trying to get right about being congruent so that you can control your asks into existence. Will you destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, goodbye, pop, pop, online charts, poison beyonds. Now, congruence is another one of those kind of buzzwords going around. Activate, be congruent with, um, which I think is sort of a sad disservice to the reality of things, but it's fine. It's that the thing to get is that you can't do congruence. You can only be congruent. The doing and being universes are two absolutely different stratospheres. However, the weird thing is that when you're being, you do a lot. (laughs) So it's not that doing's excluded from the being universe, but being is excluded from the doing universe. Meaning that if you're trying to do congruence or do business or do money or do relationship or do sex, let's bring it there for a second. Guess what isn't working so well? Anybody ever just tried to do sex? Like instead of being in sex, like actually enjoying sex, like being in your body, it's a very different experience. And someone doing fucking rather than like nurturing your body, two totally different experiences. And I'm sorry that's so graphic, but that's like one of the best ways of articulate or like kind of illustrating doing and being. It's like when you're doing, there's no energy to it. And when you're doing, you're doing stuff to get a particular result. You're not being and allowing what can show up to show up when it shows up. So you have to really start uh, looking at what you're, what's going on for you. So are you trying to get congruence right? If you're doing that, that can be something you're doing. Then you just want to look at it and go, okay, I'm trying to get this right. Cool. And then I'm going to look at my list and see if I wrote anything that's helpful for this point. You want to give that up. I did write that down. Give up doing it right. Never mind. I'm not going to do this right. I'm actually going to fuck this up totally. Here's why that's so important. Because 
until we give ourselves permission to do it wrong, do it badly, do it anyway, we get trapped in the need to do it right. I don't know what that is, but we're so controlling that until we just go, you have total permission to just screw this up, we seem to like just get stuck in doing it right. So give yourself total permission to screw this up, okay? This discovering what you want your life to be like is really what we're talking about here, right? We're not actually talking about congruence because for what reason would you want to be congruent? Well, so that you can have a different life, right? So that you can ask for things and they actually show up so that you can function different so that you can have more ease. So those are actually the energies to go after, not trying to get congruence right because congruence occurs when you are being the energy of what you want your life to be like. So that's the thing you have to start to, that's kind of part number two then. So give up getting it right. Give yourself permission to do this bad. Here's why. Choice is going to create awareness. And I want to say that in front of what I'm about to say next, which is you have to get that what you're heading into with this being congruent and with creating your life from and as energies, that this is a very different universe than you've really been ever shown. In fact, you've probably never been shown. In fact, I would 99.99999% guarantee that you've never been shown how to energetically create your life, okay? So give yourself a minute. Give yourself some space. Give yourself some kindness and gentleness, for fuck's sakes, okay? Um, this, I, I talk a lot about how many different access classes I've taken, mostly because it illustrates like how much access one might need <laughs> in order to get to certain places. <laughs> I have taken a lot of access classes. And um, by the time that I, I spent almost a year hanging around my friend, Stephanie Richardson. And this was post lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of access classes. Okay, lots of big conversations, lots of maestro classes, lots of advanced classes, like lots. I worked on the access staff. I had a lot of exposure to access. And the year that I spent with Stephanie Richardson was one of the most educational years ever for getting that everything has energy. Now, that's kind of all we talk about in Access Consciousness. So it's a little weird that that took that, but it did. And I want to really blow that into like proportion because... You may not have a Stephanie Richardson in your life and you may not have taken a hundred different access classes. So I'm reiterating, give yourself a minute, okay? Everything has and is energies and they're different. And so do you know what you mean by, uh, what would it take to have $10,000 a month? Does that have any energy to it for you? Do you know what you're saying? You got to break. And so many of the things that we just flip out there as something that we'd like to have as our life um, are, are, liter are very flippant. They're not energetically, we, don't, we haven't gotten present with them. We actually haven't gotten present with how our life would change if we had that much more money, right? Like, I've been really looking at what does it take to double the revenue in my business? My life will change when the revenue doubles in my business. My, my, I already am really loving the revenue level that it's at now. When it doubles, 
my life will be different. I will have access to different choices. So I need to look at that energetically. The amount of ease that I have with choosing and purchasing now with buying access classes and, and investing and creating with money is going to be doubled. What I am able to choose around the house is doubled. What I am able to choose in the world is doubled. Like, for what reason would I want the revenue in the business to double? How many more people will I be affecting? That's a different energy. What? How much bigger will my team be? That's a different energy. Um, so I've got to pull that good idea of my revenue doubling, because at this point it's just a good idea, and I've got to pull it apart energetically and go, what is a business that's doubled in revenue? What is this business that's doubled in revenue? How many different people are involved? What is the bubble? What's that energy of? What is? How does that change my days? What is my? How has my role shifted? What different systems will I have in place? Like really starting to look energetically at what that is. Why? Because otherwise it's just a good idea. I'm not being that energy. I haven't chosen those energies. It's just a good idea. Which good ideas just sit on the surface of everything. They they never can, they can't actualize. Why? Because we live in an energetic reality. So if there is no energy to it, there is nothing there. Now, that's kind of a weird thing to say because there can also be a lot of energy to it and still be nothing there. And here's what I mean by that. There can, if it's heavy and there's a lot of energy to it, has there been a reality created in that heaviness? Yes. Is that reality real? No. So, okay. But for a, an energetic reality to come into existence, you have to make it real. Are you doing that? Or do you just have a bunch of good ideas? You have to substantiate it. You have to pull energy into it. You are inventing a different reality with everything you ask. You're inventing it out of molecules, out of energies that you pick up from all around your life, all around the planet, all around from other people, you are inventing molecular realities that show up as doubled revenue or show up as more income or show up as more interesting people in your life, right? You're, you are literally act generating different realities out of thin air. But that is the ease that you have available to you. So what I, so as I spent that year with Stephanie Richardson, the educate, I realized how little I had educated myself and how little of it is around, even in access consciousness. And I got a massive education on the fact that everything has an energy. And, and, and the way that that started to show up is I started looking at things differently. Instead of looking at them with my eyes, I looked at them with my senses. Okay. Thoughts, feelings, emotions, and points of view, and no sex, which is no receiving, are all lower harmonics. They work, but not really. They're lower harmonics. The higher harmonics of each of those things are being, knowing, perceiving, and receiving. Okay. 
being knowing, perceiving and receiving is where life gets easy. It gets easy because you're not functioning anymore from the lower stuff in the lower harmonic realm. You've got to destroy to create. And that's what most of us are taught to do. If you want to create something new, like if you want to create a new relationship, for example, you have to destroy the old one in order to have a new one. In the being, knowing, perceiving, and receiving reality, in the higher harmonic reality, you can generate something new with everything you already have. It can be brand new in every moment. Why? It's energetic. In quantum physics, literally when you place your attention on a molecule, it changes what it's doing. The, the, the microsecond, the nanosecond, the picosecond that your attention hits a molecule, it changes. So the moment you put your attention on the inner on a molecule on any energy and you're willing for it to be different it is then different. When you do thinking and feeling and emotions and points of view you don't have access to that ease. The ease is still there for you but you're not using it. You're solidifying into existence what you think should be, what you've already decided you know, what your mom's point of view is about this, right? You are aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting to all this stuff down here. And so this is your reality, but you, there's still this really light ease, generational generation reality up here available to you whenever you choose it. It's kind of working. It's, it's contributing to what it is you've told it energetically that you want, which is that you want things to be hard and take a long time and you're doing a lot of control and it's supporting what you're choosing. I mean, everything's energy, really. I'm talking about this as if energy isn't in thinking, feeling, and emotions, which isn't true, but for the sake of illustration. So, but up here, energy can also work in that if you ask and you are and you're willing to receive this invented other thing, you can have that too. So the reason we want, the reason I want to cultivate what do I want my life to be like is like, I want to be willing to have everything that I haven't considered. I want to be willing to have, I mean, I, I created up to this point what I have considered. What haven't I considered? What else is possible that I haven't considered? I want that all the time. Because like what I can consider and what the universe can consider are like two totally different things, man. I'm so grateful to have the universe working on my behalf because I am, I'm not that bright. I mean, I'm bright, but I'm not that bright. I'm not the universe, but I have access to the entire universe. So if I'm willing to sort of educate myself on the energies of things and really look at them, perceive them energetically, there's so much to perceive. There's all the energies of the pearl itself. There's all the energies of the gold. There's the energies of the way this is shaped. There's the energies of this color. There's the energies of the way it moves. There's the energies of the plastic. There's so many energies. There's, you know, and even that's not all that's available. But if I start perceiving everything energetically, I was wanted to see if I had two phones here. You know, like the energy of this phone, I just got a new iPhone 12. It's so rich. Like, the weight, the the feeling of it, the color, like the way the screen moves um, versus like the stainless steel of this bolt. Don't ask me why I have a bowl in here. Guess what this stuff is? This is the best stuff ever to play with. <laughs> I keep the 
was in the office. Anyway, and I and I know I've talked about this before, but it's like the reason I'm talking about it again is because I had to like I had to be willing to start perceiving the world instead of seeing the world. I had to be willing to start receiving the energies of things rather than feeling them. I had to start working my other senses in order to have a sense of and bring things down from good idea level into actualizable energetic invented realities. See, so reality is a distractor implant because there really is no reality. There's anything that you want it to be. There's anything as possible that you want to be. If you need a relationship to be hard, you can have that. If you want ease, you can have that. If you how you want to keep your points of view about money being impossible, you can have that. If you want to change them and actually choose different points of view and really have something different, you can have that. If you want money to take a long time, you can have that. If you want it to be fast, you can have that. You can have anything that you choose. So then what, what's required for you? What piece of this do you really need to start with first? Do you need to start with cultivating willingness? This clearing starts to do that. Okay, we're doing it in the group. You can go to theawarenesschallenge.com anytime and go, you know, download it for yourself. Do you need to cultivate willingness first? That might be helpful, right? If you were willing to live the energies of what you'd like your life to be, it might be easier for them to show up, right? It's not a cognitive reality. You can't think yourself into what you want your life to be. You can be it though. So when you're willing to be it, that's helpful. Do you need to really start, you know, take every day and really start perceiving energies of things so that you can kind of get a sense of things differently? Like I actually look at, I'm going to use look and perceive very interchangeably right now. So please, when I say look, I do mean perceive. So one of the ways that business works for me, for example, is I am able to perceive the energy and the future that an idea will generate or not generate. And I can perceive the ideas that it's time for and that will really work and the ideas that are just good ideas. And that's actually how I choose to move things, change things. You know, for example, in my business, this coming weekend, we had a talk to the entities class scheduled and I kept looking at it energetically and it just kept doing this thud. And we had already moved at one time, which is money. But I don't have a point of view about that anymore because I'm always looking at what's going to actually work here. So we moved it again and now it's going to be a telecall in May and that's got much more, it's got a different energy to it. But if I was functioning from, well, I can't move it because I already spent money on this and I already, people already, there's one person already registered. And if I boxed myself in with all the thinking, feeling, thinking stuff, and didn't allow myself that space, I wouldn't be able to be available for open to the possibilities beyond what I had decided was possible. So I do that in my business a lot. And when I'm looking at energies, when we're talking about congruence, I am looking for what's congruent with the energy of what I want my life to be like, what's congruent with what's going to work, what's congruent with what's going to bring in cash flow and change and consciousness in the world. Like I'm looking for the congruence of all of that simultaneously. 
And that's the ability that you have as an energetic being. You can just, you can just do that, right? You're that capable. And here's crazy. Here's the crazy thing. There's a couple of questions that you can ask that do include all of that instantaneously. Here's one from the 10 keys to total freedom. You can look at something and go, you've got choices in front of you, for example, or changing the class on your schedule or whatever it is. Okay, well, truth, would an infinite being choose this? Yes or no? And if it's no, then change it. Choose something else. If it's yes, choose it. Because guess what? A question like, would an infinite being choose this includes everything. All of a sudden, you're congruent when you're willing to listen to yourself on that question, right? It doesn't take, actually, it doesn't take yourself. It doesn't, you don't have to educate yourself. You just have to be willing to get yes or no and follow that. Another question that's exactly like that one in the way that it functions is what will my life be like in five years if I choose this yes or no? Now, I do that one as a yes, no question, even though it's not technically a yes, no question. Um, because otherwise I will fuck myself over with trying to feel if it's light and heavy and I need to do, oh, I did, I did a drips episode on light and heavy. If you need more information on that, light and heavy is not a feeling, it's a sense. So those two questions, would an infinite being choose this and what will my life be like in five years take you into congruence immediately if you listen to yourself. So that was kind of, Big point number three is I realized how much I didn't use that question. That, that same year that I was hanging out with Stephanie, I was like, I realized I didn't look at the energies of things. I did to a point. That's not totally true. But she did it to a degree that I had never been introduced to before. Like she was constantly looking at the energies of everything. Like she would play with the plants in her yard and look at them energetically and go, where do you want to be? Do you want to be here or here? And then she would move a plant just based on what the plant told her energetically. Um, we would choose where we wanted to eat based on the energy. We would, everything was from the energy, which when you look at it, yeah, because everything's energy. And when you look at the energy of everything, then your life is easy. And I like easy, I like ease, right? Um, so, and then the the part two to that whole time with her was, I was doing a lot of, well, this choice feels good and this choice doesn't feel good instead of what will my life, what will it create if I choose this, which is what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? And she did that all the time. She always looked at what a choice would create, not whether or not she liked it, not whether or not it was even, I mean, she was, she would ask all the time, like, will this be fun? Like, Ooh, what would be fun is how, where she functions from. What would be fun? What would, what would create more? But I, it showed me that I, I hadn't been willing to be as aware as I could choose to be, which is getting that all my choices just create stuff and they create different futures. And if I'm willing to know that, you know, I can just ask, well, if I buy this book, what will my life be like in five years? Yes or no? Yes. Great. I'm only doing choices that make my life greater in five years. So if that's my commitment, then I have to just ask that about all my choices. Oh, it's a good idea to have beans today. Well, what will my life be like in five years if I have beans? Yes or no? Yes. Beans it is. <laughs> and that's what starts to develop congruence without the fuck up of trying to get congruence right. So you got to cultivate willingness. And that clearing at theawarenesschallenge.com and in this book is part of that, right? But the second part of willingness is going, 
you got to get that this is going to be really different. This is going to be different. You're going to have to educate yourself and practice a lot of different stuff, like asking a question about choices instead of just autopilot choicing, right? Autopilot drama, autopilot upset, autopilot worry, autopilot. There's a, there's a lot of things that I did on autopilot. I'm still every day playing with that, right? Like today, all the time. Um, and so, you know, this is going to be different. So you got to, you got to bring more presence to your choices and really ask, Hey, okay, if I want to be congruent, what will my life be like in five years? If I choose this, that will give you a sense of a future that you can't define or figure out for everything. And then I guess really major part three is like, I'm just looking at my notes. Did I say anything smart down here? Yeah, no, it's just really that it's, it's like getting that what's really true. Everyone out there it acts like we live in a very linear, you can get it right and you can control things into existence world. Is that true? Just because everyone out there is projecting that that's the way things work. Is it correct? Or is there something, is there an underlying true? How do things actually work? If everything is energy, what would I have to like, how would I have to perceive, what would I have to strengthen? Would I have to strengthen looking for things or perceiving? Because you can't look at energy, but you can perceive energy. You can't feel energy, but you can sense it. So if I'm, if what we're really living in is an energetic reality, what does it take to strengthen being and knowing, knowing and perceiving and receiving? Because if I'm willing to function from there, I can generate anything I want. And I'll be congruent because I'm being it. I that that it will take the whole topic off the table into something I just am. So my recommendation is study this book like your life depends on it. This is the masterclass on generation. My second invitation is to go to theawarenesschallenge.com. If you're not already doing the 30 by 30 that we're doing, go there and do it. And my third is to come join me in my 14 days of that I just put up above my head, which is an adventure into discovering what you want your life to be. Cause we are going to masterclass this book and all things generation. I'll go way beyond this book. Um, to give yourself more food, nurturing in this totally different way of being in the world. What would it be like if you really cultivated for yourself all of life comes to me with ease, joy, and glory? Like really chose that. What does all of life come to me in with ease, joy, and glory exist in thinking and feeling and emotion land? Or does it exist in being, knowing, perceiving, receiving, generating versus creating? What's that going to take? See you guys next week.
Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm -hmm.